Welcome to the College Playbook with Cousin Dami and Friends, a guide for Black college students by Black college graduates, covering all the topics you would ask your favorite cousin. Join me, Cousin Dami, as I talk about the glows and lows of college with friends and some of my cousins who have made it over the hurdle and graduated as some of the first in their family to do so. Together, we share experiences, advice, and encouragement to help students win in college and beyond. Listen in and take what you need and send a message if you have questions. Let's go. Hey, everyone. It's Cousin Dami, and today I am super honored to have with me someone who has been instrumental in helping people connect with better opportunities for a brighter future. He is genuinely an uplifter. Um, first, really as one of the most encouraging people I know, um, and also in his profession. So he has served in roles to uplift high schoolers, youth of all ages, as one of the coolest youth pastors yes. in all of Washington, D.C., right, right. <laughs> and also for adults looking for um, for new jobs. And so he continues to help so many people on their paths, and I mean people of all ages. And so I'm really excited today to learn more about his path, to learn more about his journey to where he is now. And so, um, hey, Warren, welcome. I'm super excited and honored to have you. Welcome to the show. All right, cousin. How you doing? Always a pleasure. <laughs> and good. thank you for having me. It's, been, it's my privilege. Listen, it's a mutual privilege, so I appreciate it. So, Absolutely. Um, all right. Let's get started. Let's start with the end. Um, so where did you graduate from college and when? Um, I graduated from George Mason uh, University in cool. 2017. Wow. In 2017, okay. I got my bachelor's degree uh, in my late 40s. And, yes, uh, you're never yes. too old to get your education. You're never too old. Not at all. Not at all. So you finished in your 40s. When did you officially start college? I started college uh, right after I became employed at Fairfax County. Uh, I did not have my bachelor's degree at the time. And my manager made a deal with me. He said, Warren, you do not have a bachelor's degree. But if you go back to school, get your bachelor's, I promise to give you a job starting today. Wow. And so I went to uh, Northern Virginia Community College. I went part-time. And, you know, raising a family, we just had our son yeah. uh, married, you know, doing ministry. It's It's been an uphill journey, but it was so worth it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Was college always a goal? Uh, no, it wasn't. No, college was not a goal because I... I was never that be a student in school. And so I never uh, I never really applied myself like I should have in high school. And I, I, okay. I just wanted to save myself the embarrassment. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, yeah, I did. I didn't think I would do well. I, I knew that the, the, my classmates would be probably 10 times smarter. I'm older. You gotcha. know, yeah. um, college did not appeal to me at all. Um, I but I was you. also lazy. I, I was also mm -hmm. lazy. I settled for less because there gotcha. was my comfort zone was settling for less. That was my comfort zone. And, mm -hmm. uh, of course, you know, you never grow when you're in your comfort zone. 
Uh, And so uh, my wife would always encourage me, Warren, you should go back to school. You're settling for less. There's more in you. I see so much in you. I I just wish you could see what I see in you. And I would always Mm. shun her lovingly. I'm like, yeah, thank you. But, you know. (laughs) No, thanks. (laughs) mm -hmm, Never considered it at all. But no, I think that's awesome that she saw that in you, but clearly the person who hired you saw that in you as well, right? So for them to hire you, to see enough in you to hire you, but then to also say, I know there's more, I see more. That's really big. That's compelling. Um, can you take me back to high school though, to your senior year of high school? Um, how did that go in terms of it's your senior year? You know that school is about to be over. What kind of conversations were taking place in terms of what you do after high school, in terms of what your options are, the opportunities? Did anyone have those conversations? If who, you know, specifically, I'm talking about the people who were working at the high school. Um, how did that go? Yeah, I had a guidance counselor, Miss Thompson. She was really nice. Um, she always uh, uplifted all of us, and she always told us that the future is brighter. You know, and when you're an inner city kid in DC in the 80s, and all you see is drugs and alcoholism and, you know, prostitution and fights. Uh, and people, mm-hmm. you know, getting jumped and uh, people getting killed and uh, stabbed. You really don't see a lot of hope. You mm-hmm. know, you don't see a lot of hope. And even when people uh, speak of hope, because you don't mm-hmm. see that coming up, you don't see the stories, you tend to think, well, at least I thought it would be always for the other person. But that wow. never happens to me. Um, you know, I don't have that type of fairy tale story. Even though I come from a home where, you know, it it was God and education, but I just never thought it would be me. But my guidance counselor always told us that the future is brighter because of us and to keep keep aiming high. And uh, but I always thought it was for someone else, not for me. Wow. Wow. That is really something. Um, And that's interesting to hear. Um, And I think that's a good nugget for people who. Um, work with high school students or even college students trying to encourage them, you know, making sure that they see tangibly that it is for them. Because, you know, I know there are a lot of people who are encouraging right now. There's so much on social media and on the internet that aims to encourage and uplift. But it is very easy to say, you know, that's cute and keep scrolling through and not realize that this can apply to you. Um, So what did you do right after high school? I got a job. I got a job uh, working for Sheehy Ford as a parts driver. Oh, wow. See, I always worked. I always worked. And and Mm -hmm. prior to that, while I was in high school, I I worked at Murray Stakes. I was a a Mm. stock clerk. And prior to that, I worked at a daycare center. I worked at six in the morning to 8.30 in the morning. And then I went to school from nine to three. And then I went back for aftercare from 3.30 to six. So I always worked. So you had a real hustle. Yeah. Yeah. I was a hustler. I was a a positive hustler. (laughs) A positive hustler. Well, you, you had some hustle about you. Like you said, you always work. You were always hardworking. Yeah. So that's good. And I always liked nice clothes. I always liked to dress nice and the stylish clothes. And I knew my mother couldn't Mm -hmm. afford it. So I worked and earned my own, um, 
fashion uh, wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear you, brother. Yeah. I hear you. That's awesome. That's awesome because it shows your drive and mm-hmm. how, you know, you've had it for a long time. But I think your overall story is also awesome because um, it's not mandatory to go to college. You can do well. You can do okay without going to college. Um, mm-hmm. However, you know, um, you were encouraged to do a little bit more. You were encouraged to to push, you know, various people saw a little bit more in you. And so I think for your story is really compelling um, that it's not that college was the only option. It just was an opportunity for you to get something a little bit more than what you already had, right? Absolutely. Um, and so I, I, I think that's really interesting uh, to highlight. Um, mm-hmm. One of the questions I like to ask is, um, so you've, you've had work life without a college degree, and now you've had work life with a college degree. Would you say that college is worth it and why? Absolutely. For me, it was worth it. Uh, uh, it was be, I'm not an, I don't have an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, I, I don't mm. think business, I can build this, I can build this company or this, that, and the other. Uh, I'm a more of a service oriented type of guy. You know, I think service, that's my love there. I'm good at that. I, I, and I'm good at it without even thinking of it. Uh, that's how mm-hmm. I know it's a gift from God. But I tried to package it. I tried to become a firefighter. I got all the way to the interview. Mm-hmm. They didn't pick me. I tried to be a police wow. officer. Uh, I got <laughs> all the way to the interview and they did not pick me. Then that was when I settled for the parts driver position. But uh, in my case, the college degree worked out for me. I was working for Catholic charities, uh, helping asylees and refugees who came over to the U.S. who were persecuted because of their faith and political affiliations. So my job was to help employ them, uh, assist them in getting uh, English classes so that they could learn English. And and I would would connect them with survival jobs until they were able to speak Mm -hmm. the language and obtain various certifications that enhance their uh, their skill sets so that they could land a better job. And so well, it was my passion. You know, it didn't work out being a cop. It didn't work out being a firefighter. But now I can actually help people and make a living, you know. So yeah. uh, and so when Catholic Charities, the office that they were uh, renting from, it, it was just a little too much money for them. And so they housed me in Fairfax County. Uh, when I got there, I was helping every, I was helping my clients, the refugees, uh, I was helping them, but I was also helping everyone else in the center. I was helping them get jobs and getting them certification trainings and IT and, and healthcare. And, um, and, and then the supervisor brought me in the office and then I'm thinking to myself, what does he want to talk to me for? He, he never <laughs> talks to me. Um, and, and I was scared. I'm thinking, Oh, did I say something wrong? And, you know, so he brought me in the office and he said, Warren, you know, you've been here for about three months now. Everybody likes you. Um, you are doing a great job. You, you're not only, you're helping other job developers with their clients get jobs. And he said, have you ever thought about considering working for the county? I said, I never considered working for the county because the requirements are a bachelor's degree and I just have a high school diploma, but but Mm -hmm. six years of workforce development experience. And he said, well, Warren, if you commit to going back to school, getting your bachelor's degree, I will get you the job 
right now. You can give your supervisor a two week notice and I wow. will plug you. <laughs> if you keep your word, I will keep my word. And uh, so now the bachelor's degree looks appealing. Now I want to sure. go back. And, you know, I was making 30000 <laughs> I was making $32,000 with Catholic Charities, you know. Yeah. And when they brought me on at the county, I, I went from thirty to 52. Mm. And, uh, you know, of course. The, so an immediate boost. Uh, that's, imme- immediate. that's a nice, that's a nice raise. <laughs> Absolutely. I would say. I would say. Yeah. So for me, uh, the education worked out for me. It worked out for me. Wow. Wow. Would you say, and this is a risky question, would you say that your training in college helped you do the job better? I mean, you came in without the college degree, already stand out, already doing more than um, some of the people in the county already. Would you say, and you know, you can answer honestly, would you say that your college experience or the things that you learned from college helped you to do the job better in any way? Honestly, it did not. Um, okay. Um, it, it, what it did do was allow me to get in the door of a company. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I already had the experience, but I didn't have the education requirement. Um, gotcha. Now, now some of the the you know the business classes that I did take in college were very helpful. My business class really helped me to, uh, you know, enhance, you know, the skill set that I did obtain through experience. So when I when my business class, we were taking certain topics and and courses, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this now in my job. You know, I'm doing this now. But if I didn't have that experience, then that business class would have been a great introduction to the business part of my job. So, yeah. But so I I would say uh, for me, it, it helped me more so get in the door. Okay. No, that makes sense. Um, And actually, that's part of the conversation nowadays, right? Like um, the value of a college degree, you know, whether it is just to get you in the door, whether there are ways to value people's experience over a piece of paper, right? Mm. So um, that's that's next season's conversation. Ah. conversation, (laughs) Absolutely. Staying in this season. Absolutely. Let me ask you, do you happen to have any advice or tips for anyone that you would want to share about college of all ages? Yeah, I would say um, if you are older and it may appear like you've missed the train, don't allow that to stop you. Fear, don't let that stop you. Fear of of growing and knowing. we, we have to be like children and learn. If we don't become like children and learn, we'll never grow. Um, yeah. I would say uh, education is key. If you don't have an entrepreneurial mindset to create something of your own, and if you don't have a skill set or a trade, I would highly recommend a degree. Highly recommend yeah. a degree. Um, I wish I would have gotten this education years ago. Knowing what I know now, I would have saved myself a lot of time. And college was a little cheaper back then, too. Uh, <laughs> I <bet. laughs> so I, I, I would always tell I would tell anybody, if you don't have a trade or a skill and you don't have an entrepreneurial mindset, go to college, get a degree. That's what I would say. Gotcha. That's helpful. Um, Warren, I have to ask you one final question All right. um, that we try to ask everybody on the on the show. Okay. 
Um, so some people graduate at the top, you know, um, summa cum laude. My dad, on the other hand, he used to say he graduated cum sum laude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, sharing your business a little bit um, on that range, let us know about how well you did academically. Uh, surprisingly, I did really good. Wow, yeah, I, that's uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, now I was always like a C minus. Uh-huh average in a high school. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when I graduated, I graduated with a 76 GP average. It was 76. <laughs> it was. Uh, so I, I was a little bit above <laughs> high school. I'm still not the sharpest academically. I'm not the sharpest pencil. Uh, but yeah, I got I got a little above a C. I got a little above a C, 76 to be exact. But if it wasn't for uh, a few points from a midterm that I could have done better at, it would have boosted my score just a little bit. And uh, it probably would have been a B minus. Uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. um, hey, such is life. I'm glad that I did it. And listen, yeah. you have the paper, you have the degree. Yeah. And the reason I asked that question is because that type of GPA is more common than so many people think. I mean, yeah. I, I was not the top of my class, nowhere near it in college. <laughs> and I mean... I made it through. I mean, maybe it wasn't come soon, Lottie, but maybe it was <laughs> don't take too long, Lottie. <laughs> um, but I think it's so important for people to realize it yeah. because the more you realize that you're not alone, you know, mm-hmm. that this is not an easy walk. Right. And sometimes the best thing is to finish it. The best thing is to keep showing up and to put one foot in front of the other. And that is what makes the difference, not being the A student. And so... Thank you for sharing and being honest and open about that oh, yeah. um, because you are not alone. Yes. In fact, many of my guests have talked about, you know, their their challenge with grades. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, guess That's what? Right. Everyone has that piece of paper that gets them in the door, that gets them that income and that salary that they're really looking for. So and until we can all get together and kind of change the, the credentialing system, right. um, we want to make sure that we can we can get through and get up those ladders, you know, that are that are there. Warren, I really appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate everything you have had. shared. Oh, that is all no. the time we have. You share oh, so much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The College Playbook with Cousin Dami and Friends, brought to you by First Draft, an initiative to increase the social capital of Black college students. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, and leave a review. For more information, visit myfirstdraft.org.